This is a Main Hustle Media Podcast. Welcome to Blurred Comics, the podcast about blackness and blurred shit from the mixed black perspective. This week, I am without my co-host, Blurred Vision, has to take his kids to soccer practice or softball practice or one of the sports. So we're going to postpone our X-Men review show, but I am luckily joined by Stephanie from Mocha Minutes. Uh, We have been on a couple podcasts together. I've been on your show. We've been on uh, Why So Serious together. We're connected through Black Podcasters United. So why don't you tell everybody on my show about you and your show? Oh, hello. And thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad that the planets aligned for this. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I'm the host of the Mocha Minutes podcast. I'm a melanated beauty who talks about current events, sports, politics, adjacent to a certain extent, my single life, mental health, and anything else that pops into my head. You can find my show wherever you find podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, CastBox, any of those places. So because you say iHeartRadio on your show, I was like, I wonder if I could get on my my show on iHeartRadio. So I just finally filled out my forms for that. So I'm waiting for Yay! that thing to kick in. I didn't even realize they were they were hosting podcasts. So good thing I was listening to your show. Or I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't have. Oh that. yeah, and that's the thing is iHeart. I think because it's this limbo thing with iHeart, where they're like, "Is our heart going to shut down?" Uh, it's not shut down yet, so keep going. Might as well, right? Yeah, get wherever <laughs> you can get. Um, yeah, the only place I'm not is SoundCloud. I think it may be like a couple of my early episodes are on there, but okay. it's not consistent. So I'm on SoundCloud, but the way I got to do it, and this is my whole rant about SoundCloud, is that mm. they want you to pay an extra 8 or $12 a month to to host your show on there. But like my show's already hosted. I'm already paying somebody money for my show. Right, right. And so they do three hours for free a month. So I will yeah. go in and delete the previous shows so that I keep a couple mm-hmm. episodes up at a time. Because I do have listeners on SoundCloud, on, on mm-hmm. Militantly Mixed. I, I don't know about Blurred Comics yet because we're still pretty new. Right. But with Militantly Mixed, I have, I have a handful of my UK listeners are listen through SoundCloud. So I keep it up for them, but I don't want to pay that extra, that extra bit because, you know, I'm not making money on the show yet <laughs> like, until, right. until that time I do that. So I do stay on it, but I always forget every week. You would think I hadn't been doing it for four months already. I got to go in. <laughs> delete the previous show and let the other one upload but every every tuesday morning wednesday morning thursday morning for all the shows i get the notice that says you didn't <laughs> you didn't have enough space so <laughs> I'll, eventually I'll, I'll anticipate it in advance but thank you so much for coming on last minute i posted on the uh, black podcasters united shout out to everybody on on in that group it was just like awesome. i need help um, and you responded hella quick, so I do appreciate it. And I'm glad because you and I have been batting around the idea of having this uh, conversation anyway. And I wasn't sure what show I was going to put it on, but it yeah. makes more sense to put it on this show anyway, just because we do get into a lot of blackness and stuff. But um, right. let's start with this bitch. Woo! 
Rachel Dolezal. And the reason why it's coming up now is because there was something a couple weeks ago, right, with her. And I tried not to keep her on my headlines, but you can't help it. She just pops up. Or you talked about her on your show or something. And uh, and now we're dealing with this black fishing thing that started popping up. So I thought we might as well talk about, let's talk about both of these things. Because we we both have opinions. (laughs) We got so many thoughts. It's a lot to unpack. So first of all, my my part with Rachel before we get into the black because it's going to roll into the black fishing stuff is my mm-hmm. problem with her is she makes it really hard for us mixed black folks out here. Right. Um, with her, I don't even know what to call it. Like appropriating her lying. Oh, uh, like Let's be completely lying. honest. Like you are a fucking scammer. You are a liar. I'm yeah. Like, no. It's like, not that's even. Like, <laughs> I know we're gonna do this all day. It's gonna be terrible. <laughs> So it's not like a person like like Eminem. Eminem is a hundred percent white rapper. He is not out here talking about he how he's black or whatever. But he did grow up in the hood. He did grow up with black people. That is his real accent. I don't love that he profits at a higher level in rap music than some of our black artists. But you know that is his culture. It is where he is from. But mm-hmm. he's not out here trying to pretend he's black. Correct. At, at bare minimum, how, however we feel about his music or whatever, at bare minimum. He at least seems to respect the culture he is, you know, adjacent to. Mm-hmm. Rachel, on the other hand, grew mm-hmm. up with white people in Whiteville, being white, and <laughs> decided she was black all of a sudden and took a job at the NAACP as a black person, not as a white ally, but as a black person, mm-hmm. living a fake black life. And, I, and, and so people like to call me oh, you Rachel Dolezal. Oh, you're little Rachel Dolezal. And I, it makes oh. me hate that. Like, I have so oh, that is just much ridiculous. hate for this woman because of that. <laughs> like, yeah. she didn't even know. Yeah. She didn't know she was causing this problem when she was causing all the other problems. So that's yeah. my feelings about her. That's why I have so much feelings and hate about her. But what about you? So, uh, shout out to Rashani and Shante from the Single Summer Cast because yeah. they read every word of that book on their show no they didn't they yes they did they Ugh. would like do their regular topics and then a chapter a show they would read well, well every show they would read one chapter and let me tell you something it made it <laughs> it made me hate her more at first when you know the whole rachel dozal thing happened it was kind of like what the hell she is crazy then you read her book and you realize she really she has an issue mm-hmm. and one she has an issue with people who challenge her like she can't handle critique because right. all the people who championed her in her book they got their names put in people who didn't they were like no name people it was like they didn't matter and everything mm-hmm. she wanted to do she was so good at it and she was the best at it i'm like that's not possible nobody is good at every single thing or she made everything better like she talked about joining a black student union and becoming the historian because they didn't check they didn't research their history Ugh. um bitch right <laughs> what is this and i'm like this is the same chick that for some reason she i don't remember if she talked about this in the book but homegirl sued howard as a white woman so she didn't you, mention it in her book i don't think i don't remember if she did or not i don't know if i'm just blacking that out she but better have like, she but, oh she mentioned have. the whole transracial she mentioned all the transracial shit and she mentioned like matt lauer she made him sick you all know right. matt 
flower is trash. First but of all, she- let's put the brakes on that shit because transracial is already something that exists that she's trying to co-opt again. And that's not what she's doing. It's, yeah, like, for that's our not audience, what transracial if, is. If y'all don't know what this is, transracial is if you are a person of one ethnicity and culture and you are adopted into a family that is a different ethnicity and culture and you are raised entirely in that adopted culture, you are a transracial person. So mm-hmm. like back in the late 70s and early 80s, there was a lot of Korean adoptions or white families were adopting uh, Korean babies. So there was a lot of Korean babies that were being adopted by white folks and brought over here to the States. I know a couple of them. They are basically white people. They are raised mm-hmm. as white people in white culture. Mm-hmm. They just have Asian faces and their Asian ethnicity. That's transracial. I am tired of transracial. 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 <laughs> I'm tired of her trying to co-opt that word too because like, aren't you appropriating enough? Like, you got to steal that, so, too. So here's the problem with all of that. Somebody used that term and she didn't correct them. And then she just adopted it. So it's like she didn't create the word, but she didn't correct them and say, OK, that's not really correct. Right. Because I guess in some way she thought it made her feel good. And then the other side of that was not only was it this whole really just fucked up view about race and what you think black people really do look like or what black culture really is like it's some sort of costume you can put on because ma'am you had to put on bronzer on your face to darken yourself up you decided to wear a wig or put in a weave or god knows how the fuck you did your hair because you think that's what black people's hair is supposed to look like that is not true i know a plenty it's like if you knew the like the different textures black hair really came in you would have left your fucking hair alone but of course you're an asshat so you're not going to do that right and then this whole rachel dolezal thing was used to attack transgender men and women that was like oh that is just right and that's a whole nother thing like we already are pissed off with her about the racing but then to try to co-opt you know and say that she's even akin to what's going on with your transgender or this is the problem with people that are transgender the people that are saying that transgender is like rachel a person pretending to be that shit has to stop and she has caused all kind of problems in in yeah. terms of that kind of stuff i'm so tired i'm so tired of her still being in the news too exactly it, it- and you know what's funny? I don't know if I've just blocked her out of my mind or I put a block on her on Twitter. I'm like, oh, block terms, Rachel Dolezal. I can't do it. So I don't even know why she's coming up again. I'm like, can't she just go away? Like, I still haven't seen that documentary. Like, I, I will f- honestly uh, right, fucking refuse. refuse. And everybody's refuse. like, I feel so bad for her kids. I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, I, I, I do feel sorry for her kids because you're growing up with someone who won. Because his spoiler alert, she has... um. Like her adopted siblings are transracial because they are black and were adopted by her white parents. They're transracial. You right. ma'am are not. Right. And she's like, I had to learn how to do their hair because my parents. And here was the other. I'm sorry. This is the other tidbit about Rachel. She acted like she grew up woke. Like she just came out the womb <laughs> and just loved ready to black go. people. And I'm like, bitch, there's no fucking, nobody is born woke. Nobody. And you're not even that woke. So let's like. <laughs> Let's put a pin in that one. I'm like, girl, wh- why are you just... I was a child and I knew this was wrong. Bullshit. No, you didn't. Who? I'm sorry. What, right, what, I mean... What age do you think I am? I was born 37 years ago, not 37 minutes ago. Right. <laughs> Good night. No. I mean, uh-uh. I just... I get so angry. And it's weird. It's like a weird anger. Like, the you know, when you're so mad, you actually get physically hot. That, yeah. When she pops up, that's what happens with me. And on Twitter, like back when that when that documentary was dropping, 
I had all mm-hmm. these Twitter strings about why why she's problematic and all this other kind of stuff. And then people try to come on my on my feed talking about how you got to give her a chance and this and that or whatever. And I'm like, look, if she was a person who just liked black culture and kind of appropriated it through there and then realized she was problematic and was like, oh, I'm sorry that I'm doing this stuff, but like, I like this, this speaks to me or whatever. Maybe this person could have a pass. But when you're straight up lying about your race, when you're checking a box that you don't come from, that you really aren't suffering the same types of discriminations or whatever, or you're taking diversity spots away from people of color that actually could use some of those diversity spots, that's, Mm -hmm. you know, that's when I have no room for you. And I have no, there's not an ounce, there's not an area in which I can be sympathetic to this woman because of it, you know. And you know, like, yeah. even if, she, I mean, I don't even necessarily care that she worked at the NAACP as high as she worked, if she worked there as a white woman. So can I say this? I love how everybody keeps saying, she did so much for the black community. I'm like, what did she do? And please show your work. Right. Get, like, yes. <laughs> please show tell me, me the receipts. Please bring up these receipts that she did so much because everybody keeps telling me that. I'm like, what did she do? She worked at the NAACP. No, 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 no. Y'all said. That she did so much right. for the black community. Because I guarantee what you there's people that work do? at the NAACP right now that are trash too and black. It doesn't mean that just because you work at the NAACP exactly. that you are doing all kinds of good things for black people. Y'all, people went, and let me guess, the folks that were defending her, I'm sorry to stereotype a whole bunch of people. Let me guess, it was men. <laughs> well, I mean, I think me, I got a lot guess. of white folks. I got a lot of white women men. on my Twitter ca- ca- oh, telling me women. that I was paying, I was paying too judgmental. And look, I, I, like, no, I, I forgot about that. I forgot about that, like Zen diagram of like the overlapping of like white women and black men. Mm, How yeah, it's yeah. so easy yeah. to see that. It's like, oh lord, I forgot. And, you know, we uh, there are times when I say, like, OK, I'm not talking about and I'm not doing this in general terms. And then there's times when you're just like, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do this in general terms. And this is one of those ways in which, like, I need white people to stop supporting her, too. Like, right. Or we're like, um, but I mean, look, she's trying to help them be your white self. Be your yeah, white Rachel is not self. It's okay to, wait a minute, we got all these little memes saying it's okay to be white, but y'all not telling Rachel it's okay to be white. Right. It's like, um, you could, you, you could do so much more as a white woman ally. Um, be Ellen Pompeo. Cause you don't see her like putting on no wig and putting on a whole bunch of bronze on. She's like, I'm a white lady. My husband is black and I'm tired of y'all white people not giving black people their space. Yes. I will give credit to her for today. Right, for today. But <laughs> we you know, got receipts on her, too. You got a little too carried away with them emojis. Like, girl, if you don't sit down, if you <laughs> don't got, sit your ass down. <laughs> we got some receipts on her telling telling people she she's not racist because she's married to a black person and got black kids or whatever. But she yeah. but she's made some ma- mistakes, too. Okay, so this is the thing. And this is just a side note. My, my friend sent me a... Um, a, a, a tweet a picture of a tweet that says someone to to um ellen that she just said ellen you you get permission to bring the green the greens to the cookout <laughs> and so my friend who said it to me is black but she she's not like i'm i make we make fun a little bit because like i'm i'm like hood black is how i grew up so i have it's my own problem i know i do it I sometimes think that if you're not hood black you're not black enough it's my own i'm working on it i know it's a problem i'm working on it so I make fun of her sometimes, and she she said that to me, and I so my first response, knee jerk response was, I'm okay with what she said today. I'm happy with what she said today, but why are we letting her come near the greens? 
like, you can make you can make her a plate. You can make her a plate. Jello mold. You know. So my friend just responded, "Girl, bye. Just enjoy the tweet," and then didn't text me the whole rest of the day. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's like, um, no, no. You can bring the paper product, the chips, napkins. Uh, we need the napkins. hamburger rolls. You I can mean, bring that. fruit punch with the uh, 7-Up, that that was a yeah. big staple at, at Prime's uh, when and, I was And the orange sherbet. Put the sherbet in there. there and that's go. a good punch, okay? <laughs> I was like, so I'm just picturing myself swatting invitations <laughs> like, out of the air. Oh, like, uh-uh. Nope. There is no cookout. You can't come. <laughs> but what are y'all doing over there? Shush. Let's <laughs> calm down. We, Mind your we, business. Mind your I'm, business fully fine and i know i'm mixed so whatever what i don't know how much footing i say but but like i'll make you a plate but i'm not having you i'm not having you mess with the mac and cheese or the greens or anything like that let's just oh calm my God, down stay away from my food it's like no <laughs> it's like uh i let me look child it's no. like, i make good macaroni cheese excuse me i true full disclosure i <laughs> so Somebody Uh-oh. worked at my job was talking about like they had an office potluck. Um, say no to office potlucks. They are the devil. Right. Um, and he was talking about, oh, I missed the sign up sheet. Now, mind you, this is a white man saying this. And he was like, I missed the sign up and I'm usually really good at um mac and cheese. Um, he's a southern white gay guy. I kind of tend to believe them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he was like, Yeah, I missed the sign up. So somebody else sign up for the mac and cheese and so I went to the person to go talk to them about it and he's like oh yeah and he's like yeah I usually do it he's like oh I'm just gonna go get a Stouffer's oh and I made this face and he said that was my exact face (laughs) you don't know nobody um hello friends this is Stephanie don't write to Charmaine write to me if you have an issue about what I'm about to fucking say fuck Stouffer's mac and cheese that is you might as well just serve them craft go get a box of craft macaroni and cheese do not serve anybody no stoker. I will eat crab macaroni, macaroni and cheese over that. Stuff. I will tear <laughs> up that stovetop macaroni and cheese. Buy them that. Don't you buy them no stofers. That stuff is disgusting. That's pretty funny. That should be off the market. What are you doing? Like, man, why are y'all acting like it's like science? To- Look. Get the craft, okay? I know 50 say get the strap, get the craft. Don't you pick <laughs> up that stofers, okay? Right. It's the worst. I don't even get, like, I remember a potluck I did once, and this woman legitly told me about, everybody loves this noodle recipe. She brought raw ramen noodles and mixed it with vegetables mm. and said, people love this. I said, what in the hell is that? What was it meant to be? It was some kind of noodle. She said it was a noodle salad and everybody loves it. I said, is that raw? I looked at my co- I looked at my friend at work and went, is that raw ramen noodles? And he said, don't you say nothing. Don't so you like say one word. So like the dry, the dry, still dry. Dry, not- yes. Okay. The dry oodles of noodles. And okay. she would mix it with stuff. And I went, why are we eating raw ramen again? Wow. <laughs> I was like, I, child, I was like, <laughs> I ain't getting none of that. I used to ask people, I'm like, what did you make? What did you make? Oh, yeah. You got to know of the gross people make? that you don't even want to be anywhere near their kind of stuff. Like, I, will, I make sure you see who put Child, what down. Here's the thing. I My go-to was, like, um, barbecue meatballs. But let me tell you something. Okay. I would bring that stuff to work with my very, very clean crock pot and leave it in our kitchen. I'm like, y'all can see this, okay? Y'all are watching this being right. cooked, okay? Right. And I would, as soon as my shift started, put everything in there, put it crock pot, and be done by the time we have to have the, um, 
by the time the potluck. I'm like, nope, mm-mm, I'm not. Nope. nope. Or I would go and buy something. I'm like, here's a rotisserie chicken, some KFC, some like some right. Popeye's chicken. Like somebody actually bought like Popeye's chicken and biscuits once. I was like, you are yes. the real MVP. Yeah, like, you are. Huh? You are like, employee nope, of the I month. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is smart. So yeah, so Miss Rachel, mm. whatever. Fuck her forever. Forever, forever, <laughs> so forever. Fuck her forever. And, and it's like, please stop, um, folks who are defending her, please stop being trash. Because realize what y'all doing right now. Yeah, y'all why? will people like jump on all these grenades and up and down on these hills for Rachel, but y'all don't do that for black activists. You don't do That's that for black women, especially dark skinned black women. Right. Y'all don't do none of that. If, if somebody drags them, y'all go do do Yeah, you're either silent or you got some shit to say too, a, a, you know, a negative against them. But like in this case, like like you said, is this the hill you want to die on? You're not going to support any black activist, but you're going to sit there and be like this white woman who pretended to be black and lied for many years, you know, who su- who was on welfare collecting checks while she was making $80,000 selling stolen artwork that she took from people in her in her city. Like that's this is the person that we're going to support and say that she's not that bad. Did I tell you this story? I feel like we might have been on a on a chain or something because Rachel came up somewhere, but may- maybe maybe we didn't. So I I was posting about something and she someone brought her up and I was like I got problems with her because I'm mixed and blah 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 blah. And the person mm. got on there. Um, she said she goes Charmaine. I live in the same town as her. You know I see her all the time. She's she's around everything. She goes to local like um, art fairs and artisan things and buys people's I think art. I don't remember you talking about that. Right. She. Oh. T- she signs her names over that and then she sells it on her website as original artwork (gasps) and so she got in trouble for it and she ended up having to write a deal with somebody where she had to split her proceeds with somebody so that they wouldn't dime on her but because everybody in the town is so small knows each other everybody in the town knew and they were posting about it online child and that's the thing i'm like she is a scammer yeah miss i i i do hair and i am so good at it like all of a sudden overnight you learned how to do black hair overnight this is mind you this woman is 40 something years old which means that when she was like a teenager she didn't have the benefit of google and youtube youtube right yeah so how did you learn how to bitch was there a black hairstylist in whatever town that is in washington that was helping her who is believing these lies she did so much in spokane washington one of the whitest places in the world (laughs) are you kidding me right now nigga but she makes room for things like this black fishing that is popping up where now there's all these white girls that are on instagram becoming famous because they paint themselves to look like they don't want to go all all the way to call it blackface but it's essentially blackface like they're they're painting themselves there's the little girl right now that's that got hella famous in sweden can i tell you i clicked on her page because i keep seeing her pop up she looks more mixed than i do Chap, all that damn bronzer. It's and so her foundation much that's like three shades darker than her. Yes. I'm looking you know, through her page oh. and I'm like, and she puts in dark contacts. I was like, wait, huh? Yeah. Like, see, and this is, and you know what? Okay, so I got into a somewhat of a Facebook debate. <laughs> it should have been a debate because it was like this meme going around about like how women wear makeup and y'all look so different and, um, 
yeah, you're talking to a guy for a few weeks and, you know, you guys finally decided to meet up. And then he said, can you do me a favor? Don't wear any makeup and no weave on our first date. What are you going to say? I'm like, first of all, I'm not going on no fucking date with somebody that ridiculous. Right. If you've been talking to me three weeks and now you're like, oh, don't wear no makeup because I want to see the real you. I'm like, this is me with or without makeup and or weave. So right. I don't know where you got you Who guys cares? are yeah. silly as shit. But the thing about it is when it comes to like wearing makeup, like y'all need to be real or whatever. Y'all only do that to black women. These women, for some odd reason, y'all let them cook. They're like, well, I mean, <laughs> it's her job. And I mean, she looked good. I'm like, wait a minute. Y'all want non-black women to basically have all the good traits of black women. Right. But you don't want black women who have all of those traits that they actually have to lie about. I'm like, that right. is utterly ridiculous. Right. And yeah. it's infuriating. Y'all only do this to attack black women. Y'all like, y'all need to stop wearing all that makeup. Then you see white women doing all of this and going, oh, she look good. That's what I want. Yeah. What? So well, you can't win for losing. Like, what? what's the options here for, for other people? Like, these girls that are on there, I, I mean, I don't understand why we're given a pass for something that we have seemed to agree categorically is wrong. Blackface mm-hmm. is wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's not wrong in this case because she looks so cute. Or she's looking mixed, or she's this or whatever. And then you push out the people who actually have this going on. You push out the mixed race folks, or you push out, you know, the black folks. Like you're saying, you're taking the good parts of blackness and putting it in a more palatable package for this particular type of person who wants to see it. Yeah, it's just like it's so it's so weird. It's like why are you doing all of this? You know why? Because. I want to say it's the Kardashian effect because early yeah. on everybody thought that here it uh, here it is the Kardashians are these exotic women like oh they're Armenian you know who else is Armenian Alexis Ohanian and y'all have no problem calling him a white man mm. <laughs> because I'll be because uh, someone's like um if you're from Armenia you're white I'm like wait what. <laughs> like uh, so why do they look like that and then he he's from armenia too and he's very much a white man well see it's it's kind of weird with with armenians because my uh my best friend was armenian syrian and so they were at that point they had probably mixed in with some syrian folks or whatever so they they actually speak arabic versus speaking armenian and mm-hmm. you know they're darker skin and stuff like that but they're still you know like pale ish with black hair and stuff <laughs> like that you know they're not as they're not as brown they're not as brown as as Kim and and Courtney. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know why they're as brown as they are besides tans and bronzers and and stuff right. like that. I mean they they, they did lot. seem dark when they were kids. So when you see videos of them, but in comparison yeah. to their other sister, what's the other? What's the big one's name? Chloe. Chloe. My Com- fave, Chloe. Compared to her, like you know, she looks more categorically like what you would expect. So I I don't really know. It's weird because you know they're kind of on the border of that that Russian and Middle Eastern kind of area so yeah. they're bound to look different on occasion you know different ways but yeah like you can, they're white they, they're categorized as white when when you break them down in the race so i don't understand why they get a pass for a lot of the things that they demonize other folks for trying you know <laughs> i don't get it i don't understand it, it- Exactly. It's like, it's so weird. So I really want to say it's the Kardashian effect because everybody's like, I want that skin tone that the Kardashians have. And so for a long time, people thought it was like, that was exotic. And, you know, to a certain extent, and this is early on before, you know, people got more Googles in their life and they categorized them as women of color. And it's like, but they're not though. It's like, but okay. (laughs) But it's because, uh, you know, back when, you know, the Kardashians really started, nobody knew that. 
Yeah. It's like you didn't know where Armenia is right. on the map. Yes. It's like, you yeah. Didn't right. Know that. <laughs> it's like you didn't know. So now you have all these white women who are like, you know, categorically white and then putting on a lot of bronzer. Because, you know, if you look at like, you know, the and contouring has become a thing where you look at the different contour sticks and it's like some of those contour sticks are literally my skin tone. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know how. So when people say, do you contour? I'm like, I don't see too many, you know, either darker skin women doing contouring. I mean, some do. Don't get me wrong. They right. really, really do. And they're really good at it. But see, they're professionals. Stephanie's only going to work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't need to do all this. Believe me. I'm like, but makeup is also fun. So I get it. It's like, it's a, it's a good, some people use it as a hobby. Some people use a habit. Some people use it to like build a brand. I totally get it. But you know, you can do all that without looking like three shades darker. Ask the white gay makeup artist. They don't do that shit. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, and these girls are actually pretty talented because this one matches her whole yeah. body. Um, yes. You know, she's doing her whole body versus like in the old days when someone would forget that you should color your neck in addition. To right. your, and you know, like, whatever. Why are you, why are you different shades right now? Right. <laughs> and like for me, like I don't wear makeup and I it's it's usually something I got to kick and scream to get around to, to end up doing. And, and now like I only like doing it when it's for Halloween or something like that. So like for me, it has a very specific use. It's like it's it's just for when I'm in drag. Like even me, who is kind of as a mixed race person, kind of screaming to be seen for my blackness. I'm not out here painting myself or over tanning or anything like that or trying to convince people like I'm just this is I just am. This is how I turned yeah. out. This is how I was stirred up. I'm this yellowy brown color. I'm darker in the summer. Boom. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And that's nothing wrong with that. It was in, in the they make it, right. It's like be who you are. Be your own cute. Just, Whatever your own yeah. cute is. Be your own Yeah. So this is great. Oh, but there's in addition to that black fishing thing, the the reason why it kinda popped up on my radar, which is what led me to see the stuff about the the girls the girl from Sweden, I guess, is this mm-hmm. white man that claims he's a born again African. Nope. Goodbye. Good right? day night. He's a it's born like, again sorry, African. Uh, He's a white man from the UK who has won uh, a grant uh, for black theater. Um, I saw that. I went, nig, uh. Right? Like, uh uh-uh. Nope. Mm -mm. And the thing is, like, to look at him, man, he tricked me. (laughs) I'm being serious. I looked at this picture, too, and went, I would have thought he was just a light-skinned black dude. Right? Legitly. And I'm like, because it's like this one of those things where you don't want to like really question like uh so what are you are you mixed with like you know we know that there's colonization and there's trauma in our blood some of our lighter skinned folks so you don't want to be out there questioning their blackness especially when this dude got an african middle name his name is anthony and he legally changed it i guess anthony Nkundeo lennon Mm But he is really just Anthony Lennon from the UK taking a grant from Black Theater. And it was like, you know, it's it's so interesting to watch where everyone was like, let's talk about equality as if it has always been equal. Right. It's like this weird thing that a lot of white people do that act like, you know, because it's better now that it's always been this way. Kind of like, kind of like, why do you have HBCUs? Why do you have like BET? Why do you have that? I'm like, because. Why can't we have white you, pride groups and why can't we have like, white? Why yeah. can't we have white entertainment television? You do. It's called MTV. Dude, it's called television. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally called television, dude. MTV was always white. It, it's always this weird thing when it comes to inclusion 
and equality where it's like white people act like they have ever been excluded when we have something or any oppressed marginalized group whenever we have anything do you know how we easily just let you in Imagine what would have happened if you had did the same thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, they talk, they complain about affirmative action and things like that of being problematic because they claim that it was putting unqualified people of color ahead of qualified white people, which wasn't true. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have something like this and now it's like, oh, someone is trying to take from our pot, the small pot you give us. Someone's mm-hmm. trying to take from it from your team. And now you're saying, oh, it's not that problematic because look at. He's doing good for the black theater community there. So, you know, why should it matter? You know what? I would have rather him being a white director who just so happens to favor black theater and is doing good in black theater, but he's white, you know, not someone Mm -hmm. who's pretending to be. And it's the same with Rachel. It's like we said, she could work at the NAACP as a white ally, but taking the spot and claiming that you come from that is, is what is the problem that we're talking about here. You're taking a very small amount of stuff that we get and you Mm -hmm. already have everything else because all you have to do is live your white-ass life. Yep. (laughs) You know? That's all you had to do. Or stop acting like if Black people are in majority spaces or main spaces are your spaces and Black and brown people are invading them in some way. And if they do get there, they're only there because of their skin tone, not because they're talented. Right. Because... Nine times out of ten, they're overqualified for right. what where they're going. Right. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things. And and you can find all these other ways of kind of explaining how this kind of stuff is is messed up. But like I was having a conversation with folks at lunch the other day and I had to explain I can't I can't just be a woman. I'm a woman of color. My mm-hmm. of colorness is it comes ahead. Like you see my of colorness before you even think of me as a woman. So you're more concerned about my of colorness. I'm like, you can be you know, you can just be a man or a woman if you're white. You're hardly ever going to be like, oh, that's just happening because you're a white man or oh, that's just happening because you're a, a white woman. But like when you're a gay white person and that which is why it came up at work, because I work with primarily gay white people. I was like, you know, you're not a gay white man. You're just a gay man, right? And the guy was like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but how many times do you see gay men and they show a picture of just a black dude? No, yeah. they don't ever do it because you're a, bla- a gay black man. So no matter what, like our intersectional things end up going ahead of our gender almost always. And so that's why I don't describe myself as just a woman. I describe myself as a woman of color. I describe myself as a mixed race woman. I describe myself, you know, I put in all my intersectional things Mm -hmm. before I even get down Mm -hmm. to my gender. But when you have these people that aren't intersectional, (laughs) creating an intersectional um, identity and then taking out of the pot, like then what... I, 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 <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I'm trying to, I guess I'm trying to say, like, where does that leave someone like me? Who is actually, like, I'm more likely to, to I'm going to be, I'm going to be categorized with these folks, even though they're not black. Um, but I'm mixed. I actually do have more of a place there than they do. And so, mm-hmm. like, in my case, I think I'm taking it personal. I don't know how to not to take it personal as a mixed race person, but um, it just feels ugly and like i even hate that i'm giving a platform to her to a certain extent like that i'm even doing it on my show no. but like i also feel like the need to scream about it so boom it's yeah. happening on my show please, please do and i think <laughs> it's i think having it here on your platform is a good place to talk about it because when you can leave it here and did not talk about it anywhere else i have found that out very quickly some things i'm like i'll talk about on my show and i'm like i'm not talking about it anywhere else right 
I'm like, no, I'm going to put this here. And when I put it here, this is the last thing, the last will and tell testament for this shit. Yeah. So th- I think that I think there's probably something to it. Like you're saying, like, you know, you put it out here to kind of get rid of it. And then now now it doesn't have to happen again. But it's oh. just one of those things like it, every time I hear it, it irks me. I feel like I want to talk about it, but I don't want to give space to it. And then it's like, you know yeah. what? Especially the combination of like what I've seen you either what I've either heard you talk about on your show or I've seen posts in those kind of mutual groups that we're in or whatever. It's like, you know what? Yeah, Yeah. it's time to talk about that. But since this is also a comic book or blurred related (laughs) subject matter, let's get into it a little bit. So you do a lot of time on Why So Serious with uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Brandon, Devin. Those my uh, booze and bays. Yeah, um, I, I'm a cute white mic. Let me tell you something. He's let me catch him. <laughs> so you, I don't know what this man looks like. Brandon's gonna be like, "What the hell?" Okay, so for those of you who are familiar <laughs> enough with Stephanie yet, she is thirsty. <laughs> These pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> He's a child, and it's like every time I deal with some fuckboy, it's like I should just nope. you are so funny she has a collection she basically just has like everybody every time you drop a name she's like let me check it out on instagram first to make sure they don't they don't end up in the thirst collection hook me up with like like thirst traps to follow and mind you i follow men and women and i'm a cis straight woman and they're like oh she cute she get a follow <laughs> you are so funny Did, so they i think i think white mike mentioned and i'm sorry i called him white mike but you just called him white mike um <laughs> sorry white mike. mike i'm sorry mike um, it's just like well he's a half a bit too he's like he's like my husband he's half half arabic and half white um so uh so he i think he mentioned it on this last episode of why so serious because i i did finally catch up with him i'm a little bit behind on yours but i'm listening to your episode 60 right now um, but Mike had mentioned that you, I think it was Mike who mentioned it, that you had a Thirst Awards. Did you have some kind of... Oh, I did on one of my episodes. Like, we, um, it was for my 50th, or was it for my anniversary? I think it was for my anniversary episode. I was like, I'm not talking about current events. We're going to talk about guys that we like. And so we were just giving out, like, oh, guys... I did listen to that one. <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is going to be fun. And I'm like, we had so much fun doing that show. At least I did, because I laughed my ass off. Because it, it was fun to do. Sometimes it's, it's fun to have a little thirst moment I, i'm still like on the woke spectrum right. but still these Sometimes jokes don't fly you know God damn it. You know, <laughs> so i've been referring to t- uh tom hardy as white bay uh for a while oh, because because he, i always have a crush it's so weird i always have a crush on one white celebrity at a time like i almost never have room for overlap and I have this weird thing where, like, it's not even a sexual fantasy that I have about them. It's some activity that I want them to perform in front of me. So, like, a while back, it was the wolf dude from True Blood, uh, Joe Magalagalagalagla, one who married Sofia Vergara. And I just yeah, wanted him yeah. to build a deck. I wanted to watch him build a deck and paint a house. You know what I'm saying? Like some outdoor, like it's tending the yeah, house type of activity. And yeah. I bring him like iced tea or lemonade or something like that. Like that was all I wanted. That's all I wanted out of Joe. And um, and Ryan Reynolds is one of those other ones, which we'll, we'll get into too here in a second. Ryan Reynolds was one <laughs> of those other ones because in Green Leonard, regardless of how you feel about that movie, there's that scene where he's laying on that bed and they're trying to figure out like his, you know, they're examining him or whatever. And he's in the little white shorts and i was like damn he's got 12 abs um so you know plus i like a goofy dude like my husband's a hella goofy dude i love i love a goofy dude so ryan that's why i like chris evans 
Chris seems, Evans is goofy? He seems very goofy. It, before he became, you know, Captain America, it's right. like he was the goofy dude. Remember, he was like Oh, he Johnny was in Not Storm, Another Team. Uh, not Another Team right, movie. Right. He was in that movie with Anna Ferris, where he was like some naked dude playing like, he was always naked for some odd reason, playing naked about. guitar, and I'm like, why? Yeah, yeah. why? One, why is your chest hairy? And two, why are you always naked? He's very likable. I definitely like him, but he's got blue eyes, and I can't cross over the blue eye line. Like, I have two, I got two blue-eyed grandparents, one on each side of my family, and blue eyes, I'm sorry, listeners, blue eyes creep me the fuck out unless it comes packaged with a Siamese cat. Oh. Oh you bring me a blue-eyed Siamese cat all day, I'm fine. But you bring me a blue-eyed person, I freak out. Um, oh, my God, that's so funny. Green eyes, I can go with. I like green eyes. But blue eyes, like, when they're intensely blue, I can't. I can't. So, yeah. So, like, right now, it's Tom Hardy is the dude I like. And it's because he's a little bit grimy and a little bit, like, like you feel like he could be some of the guys that he plays, you know? But then he's also British and he loves dogs and he says, he calls men darling. And fuck, I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> so with him it's um it's i want him to be like running in the house because it's raining he's trying not to get wet and i got a big old cotton towel ready for him like that's that's the extent of my little tom hardy crush right now that's all i want to do with tom hardy <laughs> oh well let me just tell you um i'm sorry Trigger i'm not warning. thirsty i'm not thirsty <laughs> um this, this is thirst warning this is an extreme thirst can i just tell you chris pine Lord, this man. He is so beautiful. I no! have loved him since. Don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> Don't shame me. Okay. I have loved him since uh, The Princess Diaries 2. I watched him. Was he in those? I didn't yes, know. he was in Princess Diaries 2. He, I have loved him. I love him so much that I watched a movie where he played a blind man. <laughs> Who fell in love with an Indian woman. The what movie is not that? terrible, by the way. What movie is that? I don't even remember. Oh my God. I don't even remember the name of it. I'm, I'm going to have to Google it because I'm like, I can't remember the name of it. I watched it on YouTube. Mm. I love him so much. I He has a new movie on Netflix. I don't know. He's playing some historical person. I don't know what the hell he is. I literally just wanted to watch it because, you know, he's like full frontal nude. That's hilarious. And it's like, blink and you'd miss it. But he has a really nice ass. All right. I was like, oh, he, he naked as shit in here? Uh, well, since naked. you love him so much, I won't tell you what I know about him. <laughs> what? what? Are you kidding me? Is I'm, he problematic? Oh, yeah, I'm in the industry, so, like, I know some stuff. <laughs> I uh -oh. won't tell you what, what I is, know. What? what? Will I die? Will I, like, wake up with him in my mind? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is he a terrible person can you just tell me yes or no is he a terrible person he, he's not kind how about that he's not kind is it because he knows he's pretty it's that he's only kind on camera oh my god don't do this i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> you were supposed to have sunday brunch i'm sorry <laughs> We'll, we'll get back into it. We'll find someone else. <laughs> How about Jason Momoa? Let's get into it. <laughs> Lord. I'd sit on that man's face. I'm having so much fun with you, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> sit on his face. Did like, you oh. see? I don't know if you saw it, but I posted it on. Oh, no, because I put it on my personal Instagram. I didn't put it on Blurred Comics, but um, there's this meme that popped up that had the old school. Aquaman comic book version of them, the cartoon version, it said, 
Aquaman just went from I'll have you home by nine to the ocean's not going to be the only thing wet tonight. And it has like a split screen <laughs> picture between the old Aquaman and Jason. <laughs> oh my God. Was... You, that's, Jason makes me want to go see Aquaman. Right? Because it's DC, I feel like I'm going to watch it on Redbox. So here's here's my thing. As a comic book geek and all that kind of stuff, even though I'm not a DC person and I'm like hardcore not a DC person except for Batman, I will still go to these movies because I'm I'm paying, I'm casting my vote with money for more comic book movies and shit like that because mm-hmm. that's, that's what I want. Right. So I do go to them. Mm-hmm. I don't go to them multiple times like I do with Marvel movies or anything like that. I don't pay multiple times. I'm angry that I've seen Justice League. I'm like, like I was telling Brandon and them on Why So Serious. Like, I think I was telling them that. Like, I that was the first movie I've ever wanted, to, or one of two movies I've ever wanted to walk out on. Like, I just, I fucking wow. Yeah, I, I finally watched it on HBO on demand. I was like, you know, you know what? I really need to watch this. And I'm like, why did I turn this on? It's so bad. Like, I'm angry that <laughs> that money went worst. went to them. But like, I still. And I'm like, the Justice League cartoon, so I'm like, maybe WB uh, can make some ca- some cartoons for for DC. You know, like those cartoons are no uh, joke, but they can't. But that Batman animated series, classic. You know? you know, I mean, one of my favorite. Oh, Batman animated series. The uh, there's so, so there's so many episodes, but like the so. the freeze episode, which I think is like episode three. Mm-hmm. Um, oh shit, that thing will have you crying. Yes. It would move me to tears if I still had tears to shed. As a grown-ass woman, you will be crying on YouTube because I remembered it from way back then, but then I I started watching them on YouTube here and there. That shit will have you Mm -hmm. crying. Um, It's really good. I love the clay face arc that they did. You know what I'd have given for a death scene like this? (laughs) Too bad I won't get to read the notices. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. When they first introduced him, and I'm like, this is so good. It, it's um, it, like, yeah, they can do animated. I don't know why they can't string together a movie. I know I'm going to, like, there's no way I was going to miss Jason Momoa in a movie. Mm. Even though, like, I tried to watch Frontier on Netflix, his his um, show, and I couldn't get past a couple minutes of the show. I was like, oh, oh wow. So I bad. didn't even know about that. So, I'm so he's got, like, a, I think it's three seasons in, and I'm going to try to push through it eventually because I like him so oh. much. But, yeah, like. Mm-hmm. No, um, it's so bad. But um, yeah, the trailer looks awful, but I know I'm going to see it anyway. And then my co-host yeah. for this show, Blurred Vision, he was like, he's like, he's going to start forcing me to go to all the DC things, even the ones that I refuse to go to. So like, <laughs> like Suicide Squad, I refuse to go to. And um, this uh, I, upcoming okay, Joker so movie, I was going to refuse to go story, to, but he's going to make me go. Oh my God. Suicide Squad came out my birthday weekend. And so my a friend, really good friend of mine, she surprised me and took me to the IPIC theater. But that was the best part about, and this was before like, you know, yeah, because Suicide Squad came out, what, like three or four years ago? Yeah, so this was before everybody started getting reclining seats. So it was like it was like a luxury thing, and I absolutely loved it. Oh, and also, it's so it's they serve alcohol. So it's like right. uh, okay, that was the best part about Suicide Squad. The theater I was sitting in. That sucks, man. It sucks. And I'm like, is this supposed to be good? Um, is this supposed to be good? <laughs> oh, like, um, it's that in Viola Davis. I'm like Viola Davis is in this movie, guys. You're right. So that was a she struggle for me. This. And Will Smith, because Will Smith wasn't the terrible part either right so like, my boy blur vision was like even will smith isn't enough to to grab you over and i'm like no he's not will like 
Viola Davis. I mean, I guess I liked Harley Quinn, but I, it's like I like the arc. But see, my thought about Harley Quinn was the Batman animated series. So that's I'm where like, her origin I is. That's just... where she was created from. If you really like, that, like that's her origin. That's where she comes from. You know, sweets. I like what I've heard about you, especially the name Harley Quinzel. Rework it a bit, and you get Harley Quinn. Like the clown character Harlequin, I know. I've heard it before. It's a name that puts a smile on my face. It makes me feel there's someone here I can relate to. Someone who might like to hear my secrets. And like not Bruce Tim and, and, um, uh-huh. It's no, not it's not the, the com- comics. No, she didn't get a comic until way later. So she actually got rolled into canon. Um, it wasn't long ago. It was it was in the last ten years or so. So she was, um, yeah. She she is originates from from the from the show from the cartoon. Wow. So like having that idea of her being this you know therapist that you know was fascinated by the criminally insane and then getting yeah. you know warped by her client and everything like that and and then becoming Harlequin like that is such a rich backstory that you didn't have to fuck with that story not using her accent like it was always kind of fun that she had this like jersey ass accent even though she was like this high power you know like yeah they just i couldn't even bring myself to and i like Margot, whatever her name is Margot, whatever but um yeah i i just couldn't bring myself to do it so my no. friend was asking me like who would even be enough to get you to watch this and i was like it's if jared leto is in this movie i don't think they could put someone in like they couldn't even put my dad Samuel L. Jackson in that movie and make me want to watch that movie. Marvel um, would uh Marvel would lose their minds like no 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 damn it's with us he's come join the winning team nope with nope <laughs> I just I don't know like I'm so I like I know I mean now that we're doing a comic book show and everything like that like I know for the for the profession I'm gonna need to do it but I'm gonna be mad so Blurred Vision already bought our tickets for Aquaman cause he was like he's gonna make sure that that uh, I'm gonna so I'm like you know make sure that there's Jason and Snacks so that's uh <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. It's funny too because I don't usually like big dudes, but the three dudes that I mentioned are are, are big guys. Like I, I usually like like the the skinny tone dude, like a like a Tay Diggs like build or a Kofi Sorbet if he was age appropriate. Um, like that's really that's more my more my wheelhouse. Kofi Sorbet. I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, homeboy from uh, Queen Sugar. Kofi Sorbet. That's how you say. It. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know how to say his name. I thought he wait a minute. Wait. He's, wait, he ain't he, legal. He's twenty. Well, he's twenty-three. That's that's too oh, young for oh, me. Oh. I'm, that's too oh, that's young too. For me. That, that's not too young for lusted now. So that's, so I'm I, the lusty auntie. So I, I went to go see uh, Ava DuVernay and Oprah at um at one of the theaters here in L.A. Love they were uh, a couple years ago. They it's kind of stuff. It was like it was through the Writers Guild out here, and, and um and then Oprah was the one emceeing. The, but so me and a friend went out there and we're watching it. And when the show ended, we had to line up so we could get our little gift bag that was like our tote, our canvas tote that said queen sugar on it had little stuff in it but as i was walking out i was standing next to someone that smelled really good and i turned my head just to kind of see i guess the smell and it it was it was that he was standing right next to me and my hand without my control just reached out and was like about i was about to accost this man i I, my hand was going for him and everything i was gonna rub his abs but then i like realized what i was about to do so i like closed my fist back up and like had to run the fuck out so that i didn't you know assault but uh he oh he's so beautiful and he smells hella good he's yeah he's beautiful he's that that camera don't do him justice like people think he looks good on tv 
you you haven't seen him in real life. Oh my goodness, he's one of those people that look way better in person than he looks on TV, and he looks really good on TV. So, <laughs> girl, let me tell you something. I went when I went to go see Girls Trip, mm-hmm. and it's that scene where you know Jada Pinkett's character spots him. Literally every woman in that theater went, mm. right? <laughs> right? Oh my gosh! Because I can watch Queen Sugar, so I'm like, damn, he fun. It's like, oh man, oh, shout out to ooh. Ghana right now because those, they they produce some beautiful people. <laughs> man, listen, I'm like, what? See, what you this? got me out here sounding thirsty, and I am not yet. <laughs> I'm not so I, I feel like there is levels to this. I feel like if you appreciate the form, it's like, oh, because this is how I feel about Nefessa Williams. I'm like, she is so fine. She is so gorgeous. The acting leaves something to desire, but I don't care. And I, I love following her on Instagram because she's one of my favorite thirst traps. I'm like, girl, what you doing? I got to type. I got to type his name because it's not ringing a bell off the. Where's she from? Nefessa Williams. Oh, Black Lightning. She's Thunder. Oh, she's the, okay. So I'm not that far yet that I don't recognize her face. I've okay, only seen fine. I've only seen no, two episodes. Oh, that's fine. You'll you'll get to that point where it's like, huh, you like you're still I feel like with Black Lightning, I'm like, one, I like the show, mm. but I think a lot of us are watching for the culture. Right. Oh no, I'm, I'm pushing like, through for the culture because so far that shit is corny as fuck. I'm only two episodes <laughs> in though. Like, don't don't be mad at me, people. I'm only two episodes in and it is hella corny. She's gonna, she gonna get there. She's gonna be like us, like, mm, I'm sorry, Black Lightning's back. You know, I mean, I am gonna I'm gonna push through for the culture for sure. And you know, the other part is that it's DC and I almost wish that um that Blur Vision and I could pick up a, a DC person to be on the show with us because like we're both pretty grounded in Marvel. Um mm-hmm. he, he dabbles more in DC than I do. I'm exclusively just a Batman fan when it comes to DC and stuff like that. So like, I can't, I like, I'm only gonna, I'm coming in really biased whenever I think about anything from a, uh, from a DC perspective. Like, I just don't, I don't even dig into their characters. Like I didn't know Black Lightning existed until there was a DC show about him. That's how little engaged I am with DC. So Mm. I didn't know. I mean, I knew about the Justice League and I, you know, I knew that they're heavy hitters and stuff like that. I did like Green Lantern as a kid, the, because there was a Justice League cartoon when I was younger and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. I, you know, I knew about that and I really liked Green Lantern. I liked Green Lantern's abilities when I was a kid and stuff like that, but I just never really got into DC. I was always a, a big time Marvel person. X- X-Men, you know, you're a mixed kid that don't know your place and everybody makes, treats you like you're weird. X-Men. Um, you, you, X-Men just made so much sense to me. So that's kind of my, my gateway into into comics in general and then and then learning later on that professor x and magneto were based off of malcolm x and martin luther king it was just like oh shit like oh this is this is really for me like this is really really for me and so and from there i get into iron man and 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 stuff like that so yeah i was i was always it was always gonna be marvel for me big time and you said you grew up you didn't you didn't read comics when you were little though you you were Mm -mm, uh, not really i think my brother my brother did i'm trying to think if he think he did more Batman than Superman? Yeah. So my brother also is a, a DC fan. He's a Superman fan. He grew up with all kinds of Superman books. So we, we were DC and Marvel growing up. He was DC and I was Marvel. But uh, but he also doesn't identify with the black side. Like, he's my full brother. We're the same ethnicities. Grew up in the same places. All kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he grew up white. I grew up black. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but because <laughs> we grew up in the same house. But yeah, he's he, Superman made a lot more sense to him than me. To me, I thought he was corny. Oh like, my goodness. <laughs> Like as a character, 
I like the character that kind of is either a reluctant hero or sort of like doesn't have a choice. This thing happened to him. Mm, okay. And, and with Superman, it's like he's choosing to try to be a regular guy, mm-hmm. but he keeps having to save people. But he doesn't save people well enough that he's out of business early. Like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> like, you could, you could for sure n- always win. Like, you're way too OP. So why are we still here with you? Like, you should have been one book and done. But wow. um, that's how I feel. I, I got. I, I don't care about. I don't care about Superman. <laughs> so let's get into black lightning though since i since i don't know as much about it and i'm only two episodes in what is it what do you like besides the for the culture like what is the stuff that you like about it and what's keeping you watching so what's what I love about it is how black it really is. Because I I think even though it's kind of like everybody like, oh, he, he's a black superhero. A lot of the topics on the show, they don't stray away from, which I like, you know, the Black Lives Matter, mm. educating our black children, being good role models. They insert um quote from famous black leaders. It's kind of like, that's what keeps me there where they don't shy away from something. They said nigger on Nash on national televised tell national televised tell on television. <laughs> You got there. I'm like, you got there. I'm sorry. So they said this, and I was like, whoa, we, we said nigger on this show? So, like, okay. What? What? So, did they, they say ER or did they say A? Which, who, it's ER. Who said like, it? I think it's Robert, T- and this is in the second season. I think it was Robert Townsend's character who's like, why are you treating me like a house nigger? I'm like, wait, what now? Wow. All <laughs> right. Let's, let's get into it on network TV. Hey, uh, I was like, thank you. That was the word I was looking for network TV. I'm like, nationally televised television. No. <laughs> Wrong day today. Copy what the that. hell, Steph? Um, I love music. The music is great. Mm-hmm. I love, um, his name is Crondon. He plays the villain. I love his whole teppy hate black people ass. Mm. It's like, I, I love it. It's like, I know some of the dialogue is clunky and mm. chunky. I kind of don't care because it's like, I just enjoy the show because I hear and see, I hear the stuff about Arrow and, um, the Flash. I'm sorry, Green Green Arrow? Black Arrow? Green Arrow. Green Arrow. I'm like, look at this. Magenta Arrow. Mm. One of those arrows. One of those colors. Um, arrows. So I hear about it about Green Arrow and Flash. I hear, I see the hate tweets of this is bullshit and I hate this, but everybody's still watching. I'm like, y'all can do that for Black Lightning. You know what? Here's the thing when it comes in. This is why we do. It's why Main Hustle exists. It's, it's why Militantly Mix and Blur Comics exist. We're out here trying to look for representation so deep that we can have trash on TV and it doesn't get canceled. Like, you know, like that we can have the goofy shit too that people are like, why is anybody watching this? Let us have that level of representation and then right. you won't have to deal with us complaining about how we don't have enough representation. Like we need the kind of representation that we can fail at and it's not that big a deal. You know, that's what we're looking for. So if that's what's happening here, I don't know where I'm at in the story. So very first episode off the jump, Black Lightning gets pulled over by the cops. And, and you know, it's not even the same person that they're looking for, but they don't apologize to him. They just let him go about his way. And when he complains, mm-hmm. they're just like, whatever, have a nice night. I don't care. 
he's like repeatedly har- harassed by the cops on those first episode. By the second episode, I'm in. I think uh, people die. Like people dying. These are this is like like he's not living by the by the Batman creed. So like he's like you fucked up. You're dead. And then he kills like a drug dealer kid or something like that that was messing with his daughters. And I I was like oh okay. So there's aspects of the show like I can see why I got to stick with it. You know it definitely mm-hmm. doesn't look like it's shying away from things. But some of the dialogue is a little bit goofy. And I think it's kind of hard to like have the black lightning suit and i think they've changed his suit since the beginning i'm, I'm not sure but like the suit on the first <laughs> the first episode i think it did so change funny. i think it did it's so funny but i guess like they're even in the process where i'm at they're in the process of upgrading him or something like that so i so i don't still i still don't feel like i'm at a place where i like know everything about the character or anything like that like we still got a, a ways to go where i left off his daughter just discovered she has powers because she like broke the sink or something you know she's just strong and broke the sink so but his youngest daughter is trash like she's causing all kind of problems wondering why they're suffering you know that's where i'm at i know i'll push through it but i didn't i didn't even know on it like this is how exclusive like exclusively marvel i was i didn't even know that dc was trying to have an answer to the to black panther at all you know an equivalent yeah because i think you know black panther's the movie and everybody's seen it and then they're like oh no keep it going keep it going we need another black superhero keep it you going. know <laughs> we'll, we'll take them all like i mean honestly <laughs> now that we're even opening up to these villain focused movies which mm-hmm. i'm down for because the villains for me are always the most rich. like I am obsessed with the Joker I, I like that's why I'm so mad that this Joker movie is coming out with Joaquin Phoenix because one oh, ew and yeah, two I know that they're gonna that, fuck it I'm up like I don't get that I'm like what, was Jared busy or I just well yeah of that I don't understand and like the thing is I don't mind it being a different guy even if the another dude is in the theater like that part doesn't bother me as much as like as far as I'm concerned, they're the same guy. They're the same white dude. Like, I don't need it. Like, give me someone that I could sink my teeth into. You know, for me, like, the Joker, uh, Mark Hamill as the voice of the Joker for the Arkham games and for the Killing Joke movie and stuff like that, like, he's perfect. And the animated series, he's, like, perfection as that kind as like that just insane joker person and then heath ledger was amazing in terms of that kind of chaotic evil type character uh, as joker like i love so far i've loved every joker that we've had even season romero like i even love him he's crazy and he didn't shave off his mustache he just put white paint over it like i'm there for it <laughs> but um you know like i'm there for it i don't care but but yeah i can't i'm so upset with these two back-to-back trash jokers i'm like you are just sitting there trying to get us to not like the joker anymore and i don't understand why that's necessary um but but yeah like if we did if we did villain focused things i would love to see and you know he could carry it a killmonger movie even though it would be a prequel like show us how Killmonger goes from that little boy who was cuddling his dad's head in the apartment in Oakland to mm-hmm. dragging a body up and uh, to the border of Wakanda. Like, like you know, show me that story. I, I, right. I would, I, I would love see it. that. I, w- I would love the hell out of that. But yeah, I think, um, I think we're good. I think we got a lot of stuff. I don't know. We Is there did. anything else you want to talk about? Um, the worst part about joining that Black Podcasters Unite group, seriously is that before I had my handful of podcasts I listened to every week and I had a day for every day and it was fine. Now I got all these fucking friends 
and I want to right. listen to their show. Oh. Buy Black Podcast. I, you know, Gerald's show is is pretty Gerald's much like so dope. I'm so behind, and I'm like, because I don't have the hours in the day. I I'm know. like, God. um, and then and then I get upset too because like you know now that we engage so much as much as we do, oh, you we listen to an episode, and you hear your name drop like today when it happened, oh. I got name drop, and I was like, I know I'm better. I'm glad I listened to it because now I can talk shit to him when I when <laughs> to Brandon oh when oh I talked God. to him on Saturday. But yeah. Yeah, like that's the worst part about joining this group is that now I got too much content to try to um, exactly. listen to. I don't have enough time. I'm like, I'm so behind, guy. Yeah. Like, you know, but we're still out here supporting each other. And that's what I love the most is like, um, yeah. the, you know, through through that group, I, I met Rashani and, you know, found out we went to high school together at the same that, time. That, was, that tripped me out when I heard that. I went, that was weird. What? Yeah. And we know, I'm not kidding. We know all the same people the the my co my co-host on this show blurred verve vision his mom babysat me him and uh rashani's family are buddies so like rashani knows all the same people that i know because his his brother was in my grade so that's weird i talk to gerald a lot now you know he helped me out when i was putting together my my speaking engagement for um for militantly mixed last week and or a couple weeks back and you know you and i have talked a number of times brandon and them like i just i love that i have this oh and um uh while black also i i talk to vince a lot and it's just like i just love this community of of folks that we get to talk to that we were, we're all out here trying to push for our own representation yeah. because until i grew during that group i didn't know there was as many black podcasts out there exactly it's kind of like the you know it's like the community is so tight-knit and so large at the same time. You just kind of like, everybody got to think about what their gateway drug was yeah. for Black podcasts. It could yeah. be like bigger podcasts like The Read or, you know, Another Round or The Black Guy Who Tips or, you know, Where's My 40 Acres? I'm just like, it's, it's yeah. so crazy where you get big ones and then they have guests on and you're like, oh, I want to start listening to their podcast. That's, that's, that's how, how I, I started listening to a Black podcast. Guy Who t- Tips. I, I heard them on your show. I heard uh, I heard them on your show. It's like, and that's so crazy you're saying you heard them on my show and I'm like oh my god they're they so dope they've been doing this for nine years I'm like whoo yeah gosh and you're like you have premium content and I'm just like wow yeah I'm so like, and you know years. Chris from movie trailer reviews I'm just like I love the insanity check I'm like whoo yeah it's oh been it's god. been awesome so I'm grateful especially to Rashani for putting that group together and and it's yeah. a connect. lot of work and you know it is I'm like that's a lot of work and to he's keep it busy hey. like, he's stay busy like he's always Girl, he is always, always if he's not tweeting he's posting if he's not posting he's sharing He's got all of us sharing each other's stuff. Like he, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. He's just, he's out there doing it. Yeah. And then you two got together for Kitchen Sink, right? So you're doing premium yeah. content with him now on, on uh, yeah. Patreon? Girl. Yes. I, what he said, let's do it. I'm like, okay, let's do it. And it's so like, this. it was just so natural and organic to just do and sit and talk. And I think yeah. that's, even though I'm like, you know, considered a quote unquote solo podcaster, I'm like, I feel like... I'm not a solo podcaster because I'm always talking to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. No, it's great. And let me tell you, let me tell you guys what I love about Stephanie too, is that she does not stop. You are on every show. I swear, I'm just listening to a show and they'll be like, I don't know, Stephanie from Oak Minutes. I'm like, I know her. <laughs> I was like, I listen to her. You are always busy. You, it is so crazy. Because I, I like talking to people. Like last week, I didn't put out an episode. I just put out an episode today. 
I didn't put one out last week. I was like, but I was on three podcasts. I'm like, y'all go listen to these podcasts. Yeah, right? I, I didn't do this episode, but these three episodes <laughs> I was on. And you should just subscribe to their shows because they're awesome because they're good folks. I'm right. like, go on these shows. Yeah. No, it's good. Why don't you tell everybody one more time how to find you and, and then we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Okay. Well, you can find me on, first you can follow me on Twitter at Mocha Minutes on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can follow me there. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher Radio. That's the one I forgot. I forgot. Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, CastBox, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow like my nice little personal Twitter where, you know, I, I have my thirst moments, but I also have my woke moments and my honest moments about my mental um, health because that's very important. Right. Um, my uh, personal Twitter is Sunny Twote Dat. That's S U N N Y T W O T E T H A T. Because I twote what I twote and I said what I said. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, f- follow Stephanie. She, you just, it's just worth it. I don't know what else to say. It's just worth it. She is highly caffeinated and highly melanated on her Honey, show. Honey, so. sure. I can't without no coffee. I'm like, give me a coffee. I can't drink soda anymore. So it's like, gotta be coffee or tea. Mm. It's probably gonna be coffee though. That's funny. So thank you so much for coming on. This was fun. I was way more thirsty sounding than I ever have been in my entire Girl, life. Girl, I'll tell you, please come, come. Let me tell you something. I have a, there's nothing wrong with thirst as long as you're not being <laughs> ridiculous and you're not trying to touch people inappropriately without their consent. And right. a lot of guys don't mind you touching them. Right. <laughs> They're like, ooh, yeah. touch me, girl. <laughs> like, you <Yeah>. like this? <laughs> <laughs> You're too much. You're too much. <laughs> this episode is not going to be like any other episode on Blur Comics. Um, like, like Blur Vision and I, we've known each other since fourth grade, and we get into it sometimes. And you know, we giggle at each other, and he'll he'll point out, you know, we we end up talking about women because we don't have the same attraction to women. Uh, so we sit there and go back and forth about that. But this is the first time I've ever publicly been on record talking about dudes. So <laughs> <laughs> you got me. You got me thirsty. <laughs> You got me Thursday. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. <laughs> Talk to you. So I guess you and I are going to be on Why So Serious. Uh, this weekend, I guess, we're going to record and we're going to do the Green Lantern review. When are you going to watch that? So I'm probably either I'm going to try to watch it while I'm cooking on Thursday or I'm going to watch it on Friday. I'm going to watch it again on Friday. So yeah, it'll prob- yeah, probably one of those days. Probably Thursday or Friday. Yeah. I'm going to find it on demand because I'm like, wait. Oh, you know how hard this was? Listen, I tried to, I went to Netflix. Nope. I went to Hulu. Nope. I went to uh, Amazon Prime. Nope. You couldn't even rent it on Amazon. I was like, damn, what am I going to do? I had to go to Xbox. Because I'm on Xbox. So I had to go to Xbox. I could rent it on Xbox. None of my other platforms could I get it. So yeah, you better look for it now so you can plan your week because that shit was hard to find. I couldn't believe it because I was going to watch it the other day and I was like well fuck by the time I found it I was tired <laughs> it's time to go to bed so yeah no I found it I can get it on Xbox for three ninety nine. so that's what I'm going to end up doing and, uh, oh lordy because I was about to go I was going to like I was like seriously am I going to have to walk into a Walmart or some shit that I don't shop at and get it out of the exactly. bargain exactly got to go to Walmart go like get it for $5 off you know? that bin yeah so yeah I found it on Xbox Live so I'm going to end up getting that on Friday and, uh, and then I guess I'll talk to y'all on Saturday yeah. Yay! All right, thanks again. Yay!
Comics is a Maine Hustle Media podcast, co-hosted by Mixed Girl Maine and Blurred Vision, produced and edited by Charmaine Johnson. If you like our show, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.